Are you a beautypreneur seeking for your next breakthrough? Then this podcast is made just for you. The Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast will help you navigate through life, family, and the world of entrepreneurship. Listen to each episode and unravel your inner strength, your brilliant mind, and your complete sense of beauty. And now, here's your host, the ultimate beautypreneur, Nikki Tang. Hello everyone! Time really flies fast and we are now in 2023. I want to start the year by wishing all a happy new year and I really wish for all of you to be happy in your personal and professional life. I am claiming that this new year brings in great feelings and lightness of heart. I welcome you all to the first episode of my podcast for 2023 and the topic I will discuss today is very timely. We often associate the new year with new beginnings, but I tell you, most beginnings happen anytime. If you know how to drive and you drive a lot, it is better to use a high gear to build up speed because you need more power in climbing up uphill situations, right? It also increases your control when going down steep hills and dealing with some bends. As we journey through life, We may lose momentum and have to change gears in order to stay sustained over longer and healier periods of time. This metaphor speaks to most of us when faced with harder challenges. Harder challenges require a higher gear with more effort. But we can't ride with that effort all the time without burning out. I think I found a beautiful value and inspiration in shifting gears for this episode. As I look back at the past years and look at the challenges in my life, I have realized that these are what actually shaped my life in a very meaningful manner, leading me to reinvent myself as a mother, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, and as a member of society. It is important to know and accept that life, career, and relationships do not follow a linear path all times. Most often, it is not possible to give your 100% at both work and life. Therefore, it is totally fine to increase or reduce your pace according to your life situation. This is what I mean by shifting gears, because it will help reduce stress that results from a need for perfection in everything. But the thing is, We can never achieve perfectionism because of our limitation in being human. Perfectionism can impact many areas of a person's life and it can affect someone in workplace, at home, in relationships, in careers, etc. As seeking for perfection is self-imposed, it can be detrimental to your mental health and the only way that you can reverse its ill effects is to be more compassionate to yourself. If you haven't listened to that episode, the link will be in the show notes to listen to it. It is titled, Toxic Perfectionism, A Danger to Mental Health. In life, we need to learn when it is appropriate to use an easier gear, one that makes it possible for us to maintain a slower, more deliberate pace. It is necessary for us to shift gears in our life in order to avoid damage. 
Think of it this way. How long can you live a part of your life in one gear when your heart and mind want to shift into another gear? There is something called burnout in our lives and that's just one outcome of failing to shift gears. And sometimes, we simply need to remember to stop altogether and rest. Then, we bounce back and take charge of the changes that we want to see in our life. Shifting gear is necessary for expansion and to move more effectively to achieve our goals, and just like shifting gears, we can benefit from doing a similar kind of internal transitioning. So when do we know if it's time to shift gears? Do you dread waking up each morning to go to work? If you do, then it is a sign that you need a career change. For many, if the pros of the role outweigh the cons, then the role is likely a decent fit. For now. But shifting gears isn't just for careers. It could be moving to a new place, shifting courses if you're a student, plunging into a new relationship after hiatus, doing a new business venture, or waking up to a new reality. Perhaps the only thing that is needed in shifting gears is just getting the motivational push to get beyond the wishing and into the doing. The first sign is when your current path is weighing heavily on you. If the current path is no longer fulfilling or is weighing heavily on you, find its roots in the heart, gut, or head. In the heart, you may have lost passion or stopped living your values. If it is in your gut feel, you may already have lost your core identity. And if it is in the head, you may no longer be challenged intellectually or creatively. Now second, when things that you do feel mundane. When you assume what others are going to say, you assume no one cares about what you have to say or, in your mind, you have accepted that nothing will change. These are actually nudges for your growth and development. See challenges, stretch your brain, have fun, or maybe it is time to work on your weaknesses. Take action to grow, to learn, to do, and to be in the unknown. The next sign is when you're unhappy and don't know why. Do you find yourself wondering, what am I doing? Why can't I be happy or thankful like other people? Are you in a midlife crisis and unable to find happiness or joy in the things that used to please you? One way to address the issue is by first asking ourselves, what do I need right now? When this happens, I think what you need is a change in perspective, a change in mindset. When we take responsibility for our shortcomings and focus on how to improve, we grow. And when we grow, we become happy. When we become stagnant in our life, we feel unhappy, weak, and have no energy. Fostering your growth mindset needs an emphasis on getting better at something through persistence and an open mind. Again, I have another must-listen-to episode that addresses the growth mindset. It is titled, Fostering the Growth Mindset, and I will provide the link here for your easy access. The fourth sign is when people say you're not acting like yourself. 
Maybe you also feel weird in some way that you are not in your usual self most of the time. Life crises often come from severe stress and recognizing if it's not typical of you is a very good sign that you need to shift. Pay attention to your patterns of behavior and recognize it's only a phase. If it is a regular occurrence, then take whatever self-care measures that will work for you. Doing self-care measures is a shift in itself because now you are seeing that something needs to be done. Another sign is when your mind feels confused or clouded. In the business of this world, it is easy to dismiss forgetfulness or confusion. But if it is happening on a more regular basis, this could be a sign of a life crisis. If you notice this happening to you, take some time to address the real issues that are weighing heavy on your mind and seek some help with a confident, a coach or a therapist if necessary. One big factor to consider is when you are dealing with a lot of anxiety. At work, if this is the case, it is time to evaluate what is the root cause of what is that makes you feel anxiety. Then, make a step-by-step -step plan to get it over and done with. Maybe the work you are doing does not give you a sense of accomplishment anymore than it used to. If you are feeling anxious to the point where it's negatively affecting your well-being, it's time to acknowledge the underlying issue. The shift does not have to be a major shift, but it can be as simple as an exercise. Exercise is one of the best ways to shift your focus away from your struggles. Some people prefer to take a walk, while others opt for a run. And lastly, when you feel stuck and overwhelmed. It is an awful feeling when you feel you are no longer growing. Having clear behaviors to reconnect with our core values can help contain this feeling of overwhelm. Core values are our anchor to aligning with our true selves. Know them and have people around who will hold you accountable. Get an accountability partner to help you refocus. Do something that brings you joy. Spend time with someone you love. Do anything to shift your state and mood. With all the signs that I gave you that will signal you to make a shift, there is one last thing that you need to do as well, and that is to ask yourself two questions if it is time to shift gears. When you're experiencing any or all of the above signs, then you are on the shift point. It is time to ask yourself these two questions. First, am I willing to take risk to shift? And second, do I want the different outcomes and experiences enough to shift? Taking risks may seem scary, but risk is the wall that stands between you and true success. If you are unwilling to take risks, then you should accept the fact that there will be no growth. You cannot take the shift. For when shifting, you open yourself to different outcomes. Sometimes the outcome may not be what you're expecting, but when you are ready to shift, you should be willing to experience the different outcomes of your decision. Disappointments are inevitable, and how we cope with them is often a defining moment in our lives. How we respond to disappointments is often influenced by our upbringing, and that is where we can go back to our core values, 
our core beliefs. If you are feeling overwhelmed by all that you cannot change in your life, why not focus on the things that you can change? So, how do we find the courage to change those that we can change? I remember too well the first lines of the serenity prayer, and if you don't mind, I will say it here for you. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. This has greatly influenced and reminded me that there's always one thing that I have that can help me in some pivots and changes in my life, and that is myself. Whatever change you want to make, here are my six ways to find the courage to take the lead. First, don't worry until you have to. Many of us tend to overthink of multiple scenarios of what could happen if we do something new or different. This can lead to analysis paralysis, an inability to move forward because we are terrified of possible bad outcomes that may never come. Make decisions as they come instead of wasting energy worrying about what hasn't even happened yet. Remind yourself that never in the history of the world has worry kept a bad outcome from occurring. But worry can keep you from taking a step toward change. Remind yourself of a time when it worked out. If you need something that can take off your worry, consider spending time thinking about times that change has worked out for you. This can be a great way to release tension and to be true to yourself. It gives you a chance to reflect on the past and the present while preparing for the future. Most people have gone through struggles at some point in their life. In fact, some people will go through periods of constant struggle with no signs of a light at the end of the tunnel. It's the reality of life. Never let one bad chapter ruin your happy ending. Third, don't worry about what other people think. Do you? More likely, they're not thinking about you. Worry about what you're doing and not what other people say you're doing. If you want to achieve success, greatness, or happiness, stop looking for the approval of your colleagues, peers, and parents. Look for approval in yourself. In Season 1, Episode 18, I have discussed that self-appreciation is a better choice instead of waiting for or seeking approval from others. It is something within our control. Furthermore, people are more likely to appreciate someone who appreciates themselves. I will provide the link to that episode titled, Self-Appreciation Equals Me, Myself, and I. Fourth, be open to opportunities. Sometimes we get stuck on what we believe change can look like. I see this with people seeking promotions. If they don't get a promotion when they think they're ready for it, they get stuck. But think of it this way. Losing the promotion can give you a chance to think about your career in a broader context. Or this is your opportunity to be more experienced in the position that you're eyeing for. Maybe your ladder is leaning on the wrong wall, a metaphor on the ladder of success by Stephen Covey. The right wall in this metaphor is our goal. We can work as hard, as efficiently, and as dutifully as we possibly can, 
but it will be of no avail if we aren't working towards our goal. This is very true of career changes. There are often many different ways to explore new interests and see where they lead you. The next one, define your version of happiness. For me, I defined happiness at an early age as being what I call freedom. It's the ability to wake up in the morning, go to bed at night, and do exactly what I want in between. Identify what is that makes you happy and cherish every moment in which you're living that happiness. It could be spending time with your kids, traveling, meeting new acquaintances, being your own boss, etc. It could be as simple as an alone time, reading a good book. Define what makes you happy and chase it. And lastly, write down why you want to shift. Make sure your motivations for shifting are healthy. Take out a journal and ask yourself about what you hope to accomplish when you shift. You can write something like, I'm bored with my current job and I want some action done. Or, I'm bored of sitting at my desk day in and day out and I want a role that is more on the go. In fact, this is a question often asked during a job interview and depending on your answer, it can make or break your interview. Write what it is that you really want. Be intentional about it. I certainly can feel and hear the engine whining and screaming to be shifted. Our levels of stress and dissatisfaction are screaming for a shift. Our relationships and leadership are maxing out and in need of a different gear. I'm seeing and experiencing shifts points all around me. But you know what? That's a sign of progress in waiting. A sign of new beginnings waiting to be explored. To close, let me leave you with a beautiful quote from Mary Frances Winters. And I quote, Be patient with yourself. Follow your body rhythms. They will tell you when to slow down, move faster, or keep the same pace. Learn to make necessary adjustments. Thank you very much for being with me and listening to this initial episode for 2023. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode and for that, I want to take you from the bottom of my heart. I hope that you have enjoyed this new episode and if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or any of your preferred podcast platforms. Lots of love, Nikki. That's all for today. I really appreciate your time as you tune into this episode of the Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast. If you were inspired by what you have just listened to, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Since you've gone this far, I'm also inviting you to join my Facebook group, Beauty and Beyond. Just click on the link in the show notes below and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs across the globe. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to listen to upcoming episodes. Until next time, 